And in five, four, three. Fuck. <laughs> From Fred House Studios in Farmersville, California, it's Garbage Time Points with Mike. In California, I'm like a two. Alaska, though, I might be like an eight. And Rick. Let me get a t-shirt. Short, yeah. sweet, and slutty. <laughs> a Wizard Fart Production. Uh, this is Manny Pacquiao. And now, here's Mike and Rick. All right, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am your fantasy football Hall of Famer, Mike. The guy next to me. This is amazing. Rick. This is Rick. But Rick just said he discovered young Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Rick is taking credit for all the music stars blowing up right now before the show started. Rick, did I where say did I you discover? Credit? Where did you discover uh, Stevie Wonder? Um, actually, he was at a crowded bar mm-hmm. playing the piano. Smoke filled <laughs> at, uh, at like seven years old. <laughs> crowded bar. Yeah, it was smoke filled. <laughs> Uh, everybody was having a good time. Uh-huh. Nobody was really paying attention to him, but he was... Just, Except for you. <laughs> he was just wailing on those keys. Everybody was just like, this kid's never going to go anywhere, but I saw something. I him. saw it, and it went platinum, baby. And you know what, Stevie? If we're going to make this thing work, you got to pretend you're blind. <laughs> he didn't have the glasses on. <laughs> I, I stuck my hand out he grabbed it shook it all that stuff but, yeah. you know but I, I we were sitting and i was like there's just one thing missing mm-hmm. and i pulled out a pair of ray-bans out of my pocket yeah and i put them on them and i said that's the ticket that's the t- <laughs> that's stuff at first it gave him aviators but they didn't quite work the same he was yeah. too flashy yeah and you could see through him see that he was looking around at people yeah there were yeah the mirrors too much yeah like it's too see-through the Ray Bands. <laughs> and of course, the guy over there uh, in charge of the ones and twos, that's Fredo. How you doing today, Fredo? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, still a little depressed from this weekend. Why would you be depressed, man? Uh, I, I think I listened to too much uh, of this cover band that was covering Morrissey and the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. They were terrible. They were yeah. like in their late 40s, mid 40s, just. Rocking out and then hanging out after, hitting they, on all the groupies. Yeah. <laughs> and they look like they just walked out of uh, filming the Grease uh, reunion. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the Grease look. They look like they you were guys, like... You see, I, you guys didn't mention this. They were actually, like, hanging out afterwards, and, like, people were all like, oh, it's Fred Morrissey. <laughs> uh, some of them, yeah. The lead <laughs> so singer, weird. yeah, he was getting all the action. Yeah. The drummer, not so much. Uh, <laughs> almost caught a flower, the guy threw. Did you? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. He didn't almost catch a flower. Did he go for it? That's no, no, what the, no, the no, most important thing. No, no. He, 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 he tried to sneak one. So we're sitting there and like, <laughs> I was like the only one, me, him, and like uh, Alex, we're like the only ones like not having, not, not having a good time, but like not feeling the music. Just yeah. like, man, everybody's singing the songs and loving it. I was like, man, like. If I knew it was a Morrissey band, I would have never shown up. They mm-hmm. suck, first of all. But so the guy starts throwing flowers. All right, whatever. Throwing, he's giving them to all the girls in the crowd at first. Like, all right, like I see your move. I I, I get it. But all of a sudden, he starts giving them the guys, and I'm like, okay, like that's cool, whatever. Then he starts throwing them everywhere. So now one lands like 
you know, in front of me, enough to where if I bent over, I could go get it, you know? Mm-hmm. So Fred is all, Rick, grab that flower. <laughs> what are you talking? Rick, grab the flower. Like, you know you want it. You know you want it. I'm like, Rick. I'm like, Fred. He kept stalling. I knew it was like my, my chance of having him pick it up were like slimming down. <laughs> Come on, Rick. You know you want to get that. I was like, and then so nope, pro- somebody swooped it up. Your problem is, is that you pushed it too hard. Maybe. Well, yeah. well, no, because then I was like, well, Fredo, do you want me to get it so I could give it to you so you could have a flower? <laughs> do you want me to give you one? What's What's funny is, is that, like, all right, the guy, the guy on The Walking Dead that played the governor. Yes. His name is David Morrissey. Okay. And I thought that was the singer David Morrissey for the longest <laughs> time. And I was like, dude, like, this guy plays a pretty dark guy and he's always such a little whiny bitch. Yeah. What's going on here? But. They just happen to have the same name. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Or he is terrible. Like, Morrissey is terrible. Yeah, ter- yeah. I don't, I don't get the appeal, man. Like, it seemed like we were listening to one continuous song mm-hmm. the whole time. There's a... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, his own next song. <laughs> well, like, I first get there, and it's like two, you know, two songs in, and I, like, we see Jinx, and he's on stage, so I run up to Jinx. And Jinx was on stage? Jinx was not on stage, but, like, <laughs> oh, the dance floor. Like, dance floor. Like, you know how, like, Celador has, yeah. like, the, the dance floor up where, the, like, the stage is? And he's up there, so I run up there, give him a hug, and, mm-hmm. like, Fredo comes up. And that up. rose. Yeah. Gave him his rose. <laughs> and, like, we're just sitting there hanging out, talking, and, like, we're, like, two songs in, two and a half songs in, and he goes... And you know the words. And I'm like, who knows the words of this terrible music? Like, why is everybody singing it? <laughs> uh, if you were any good, I would have discovered you. <laughs> well, and then, like, then I finally figured out it's Morrissey after. Yeah. But, like, at first. Oh, was, so going in, like, you were just like, here's this band. And here's this sad found band. found out that it was Morrissey. Yeah, here's this like, sad, pathetic okay, band. Okay, here's why I never listened to 40 years him. old that is, like, cutting his wrist on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, he actually came to Visayan not too long ago, didn't he? Yes, he, he came did. to like the Fox Theater, and then like he was showing. I don't know. I guess people got mad because he spent more time talking about like don't eat being cows. a vegan and yeah. stuff like that, and it, you know it was just a big old scene. So <laughs> that's Morrissey now. There was just a, there was a lot, and the the crowd was actually young. It just mm-hmm. a lot of like I guess what do you call them scene kids or something like that. They were know. all there. And, rockabilly. Yeah, it was. Were weird. they rockabilly? Rockabilly. No. Were they? It goth? was weird. No. Goth or emo or something. No. Like that? More rockabilly. Mm. Like uh, wave, new wave, yeah, like Pomp- a pompadour, yeah, yeah kind of like new wave, but like not like now new wave, like how they're yeah. trying, like they thought, like they think they're being new wave, like how they were back in the day, but they're just like mm. emo, like with a little brightness, yeah, yeah. All right, well, enough of that, I guess. Emo with color, yeah, emo with, with color. color. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Wake. Mike and Wick. <laughs> Mike and Wick. <laughs> GTP Mike and Rick. I was going to say, I promise we don't talk about Morrissey there. We talk as about. Much as we did right now. We talk about Wolfball. Yeah, Wolfball. <laughs> uh, at Michael, double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Raposa, and at Have Zero. And also at GTP Podcast. Uh, go there for your daily FanDuel uh, fantasy football lineups. Uh, look for us on Facebook. Search Garbage Time Points. Uh, listen to us on iTunes and also go to gtppodcast.com for our show. The guys from the Pod Express, uh, excuse me, the Podcast Express, follow them on Twitter at the Pod Express. They put their show up on there. And my weekly sit, start, and sit, uh, sneaky. Sorry, I'm all over the place right now. Morrissey talk got me all confused. Uh, yeah, I feel like I had a pretty good, good week on that last week and tried to do it again. But, anyways, anyways.
I just got to brag, guys. I think I just had the immaculate week when it comes to sports. Oh, uh, I mean, especially Thursday night. Yeah. Like Thursday night was like it had yeah. to be like your your pinnacle. Yeah. So the Dodgers. <laughs> I imagine you doing stuff that we can't. Like we won't yeah. paint a picture. Oh, I was just yelling. <laughs> I was just yelling a lot, man. No, that's yeah. <laughs> you fork. So like the Dodgers, they make it to the World Series for the first time in my life that I could actually re- remember. Then shortly after that game ends, the Dodgers. Have a great, sorry, the Raiders have a great come from behind win against the Chiefs, which was amazing. They weren't expected to win that game. I wasn't expecting them to. I had them. And then this Sunday, I beat Fredo. Mm -hmm. Uh, I beat another guy and another guy in all three of my leagues. It was like the perfect week when it comes to sports. And, you know, I'm just happy about it. Good for you. I'm happy you're happy. I am. So now we we look forward to the World Series and uh, we go from there. But we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know what, you know what I wanted to get into though, man. Because uh, yeah, we'll get into yeah. that later. Well, uh, here's here's uh, here's what I wanted to get into a little bit before we actually like jumped into serious stuff. Let's do it. That pay per view last night that we saw WWE TLC terrible. Oh my gosh, man! So I feel dumber for watching. Like it. what stood out to you guys the most? What stood out to you, Rick? Honestly, I didn't even I. Nothing. I mean, even the Balor and Styles match, I think it was more the buildup of what it was than actual, like, the performance they put on. Yeah, they put on a great wrestling yeah. match, but it was just, okay, like, yeah. it was just another match for me. I think, it, I think it was a good match, but, like, I wasn't as gaga over it as other people were. Yeah. I think you could actually kind of tell that Styles was tired. Like, you could tell that AJ Styles took an 18-hour flight back to get there in time to, to uh, wrestle yeah, that he match. wasn't, yeah. And uh, that's why I said the performance was, was. Yeah, it was good on him. It was still a good match. I did enjoy it, uh, but that 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 main event, man. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Slow. How many times did we say what are they doing? Like, what is yeah. going on, dude? First of all, the amount of tables, ladders, and chairs that were around that ring, you think more of them would have been used. They weren't really used at all. We had two ladders used one time when they you know jumped through the tables on them. Uh, one chair in the ring that they kept sharing and hitting people with <laughs> while Kurt Angle was getting uh, carted off, I guess it was. Then the whole rest of the match was spent behind a stupid dumpster truck. Yeah. Like, the 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 trash compactor dumpster truck, whatever you want to call it, had more in that match than ladders, tables, chairs, whatever you want to call yeah. it. They just stood over there behind it, and that was it. What was going on in that? I have no, I have no clue. I mean, especially coming off of that hell in the cell between the Usos and and the New Day, how tremendous, like how tremendous of a match that was, made possible match of the year. And then this is what you bring for your tables, ladders, and chairs mm-hmm. pay per view. Like out of the whole pay per view, like you said, we didn't even, we only got those handful of tables, ladders, chairs. We didn't even get anything in the matches prior to that. Like, yeah. And you save it, okay? Or maybe you're gonna save it for you know we're just gonna have an explosion. Of that was tables. my hope. But it was just it just fell flat the whole pay per view. It yeah. just seemed like they didn't care about it. It was half assed. Was that? It's supposed to be a garbage truck backing up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. That just sounds like somebody's ringtone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But first of all, you just realize that the whole because. The, the move that they made that really was like, what the heck are they doing? Happened even before uh, it was announced that Roman Reigns wasn't going to be a part of that match. Kane was in that match. 
What point was was Kane being there, there for? Yeah. What what was the reasoning for it? Like, like you brought up a good point. Maybe he was there to take the fall. He's the only logical guy there to take the pin. So it doesn't weaken anybody. But what did they do? They, didn't they even... all did their finishing moves on the Miz and left him in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. I think like the only things from that like pay per view that I liked were the cruiserweight tag team match. I actually enjoyed that match, and uh, the Oscar and. Uh, Emma. Uh, Emma match was good. I, I I get why some people were mad because she didn't just squash her. They think it makes her look soft. Yeah. But I think it's good for both of them. You give yeah. a, a good enough match where you let Asuka show her, her offense and what she's capable, capable of doing and show that, hey, we know that we bring up some soft women wrestlers sometimes. To push. This is not one of them. Yeah. Like, she's actually legit. And then you build Emma a little, little bit and, like, you know, don't just put her in somewhere where she's getting killed and then yeah. she loses all legitimacy. Well, because Emma can't wrestle. Emma could wrestle yeah. from when she had her, like, poppy image where yeah. she was the dance Emma. Like, she mm-hmm. still could wrestle back then. Too, I don't know like. if they call her dance Emma. I think they called her, like, slow Emma. She's, like, popping bubbles and stuff. And yeah. It was weird. But, yeah, I, I thought that I thought that was good what they did there. But that whole tables, ladders, and chairs match at the end. It brought the whole show like to a I, screeching halt. Uh, the the pod the podcast express guys they you know they did a poll afterwards and like I didn't I don't even think I voted on it because there was no zero stars. Yeah, yeah. you know th- if there was a zero stars I would have given I, it that. It was a three. I put three and the majority at that point was at three. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple gave like the second was four and a half, which I don't. Yeah, I don't see at all. Some people just see the names and they get all happy about it. And they're like, yeah, this is a great and a, match. And dude. a couple tables like, broke. Like, it's like, okay when, when people that you like are in a match. It's okay to say that match didn't live up to the standard you thought that it would it was come going with to it. Be. Because that's their whole job. Well, that's kind of where I came at with, like, Balor and, and Styles. Where, like, I thought they were going to have that match where it was just them two... Swinging at each other at the end where they could barely stand, mm-hmm. but they had to end it because, like you said, style yeah. was, was just obviously lagging because of eighteen hour yeah. flight. And I and, and the thing about that is, and like I've I've said this before, I'm just not that big on on Finn Balor, man. Like, well, I've, we've had I don't get the, I don't, I don't get not, the appeal. Yeah. I, I he's mean, an entrance. Yeah, I understand that he's decent in the ring, but he's he's a cruiserweight man. If you're yeah. gonna put him in there, where he's a cruiserweight. And, he's uh, small. Like, he's yeah. smaller than Daniel Bryan, I think, yeah. right? Like, he should be the cruiserweight champion. And instead of letting a talent like Neville leave, they should switch spots. I Because, I mean, I Neville is a heavyweight. You, you made fun of me last night because I was always, oh, he's, he's 230. No, that's not the way you said <laughs> I know, it. You but said, like, have he, you seen his body, No, though? I didn't. Like, that's how you that's said not it. what I said. Right, I said no, he, how do you say it? Right I said up. he's 230 pounds. <laughs> I said he said he's two hundred and thirty pounds of chiseled. Rock. Yeah, I said he's two hundred thirty. He's not two hundred and five pounds. He doesn't belong in the cruiserweight division, mm-hmm. like you said. He throws these guys around because he is that much bigger than yeah. all of them. Yeah, he belongs in he belongs in the heavyweights. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Terrible pay per view, man. Like, what a way to go into Survivor Series. And then AJ was on Raw to start the show. I saw a little bit. Yeah. Of it before, yeah. Uh, I came, They're, so... That, that roster is hurting. Yeah. They're thin. They're yeah. very thin, especially if all these mysterious... Uh, I, they said viral infection today on Raw. Uh, Michael Cole, whenever they were talking about uh, uh, Roman Reigns' viral infection, but if it's MRSA, mums, I mean... Yeah. Whatever it is, if it's hitting multiple guys mm-hmm. and it's taking them down and it's not just like a... Like, a, you know, a flu or something like that, it's yeah. bad. That is a bad situation. Blame JoJo. <laughs> and then they, they like, announced all the Survivor Series matches already, but 
The thing about it that sucks, there's no title matches, apparently. It's just all the champions facing, facing each other. Facing each other, yeah. Like, make our champions. Well, know, because it's champions. like a, it's the, it's the whole Raw versus uh, SmackDown yeah. brand. Like, but I thought that was wins. The, I thought that was the point of the Survivor Series match. The five on five. You know? yeah, but now they're just like, okay, champion versus champion. Well, no, they, champion thought that was four they did that last champions. year. No, they're doing it at, some, at Survivor no, Series. No, they, do, they, do, they did that last year, too. Did they? Yeah, they did that last like, Because they were like, that was the whole thing. Uh, you know, SmackDown was like, we won the night, we won the most matches, but then uh, the because the, F- the Survivor Series was for the title, if I if I'm not mistaken, mm. and that was the big thing that they were they were touting. Yeah, I thought the Universal title was was had at Survivor Series, and that was Balor and uh, uh, and Rollins. Rollins, and they were both on the Raw brand. Yeah, and that so was, the, they had they had a women's SmackDown match, and then they had a men's, men's ma- uh, uh, Survivor Series Survivor, match. Sorry. Yeah. but other than that, it was like brands, you know, like. Yeah, everything was brand. Yeah, everything was brand. But it wasn't like, inter- like someone... Intercontinental, it Intercontinental yeah. versus... USA. United. Yeah, was it? it was, yeah. Was and it? their tags versus their tags. I think it was even a tag survivor match. Maybe. It was uh, Brock against Goldberg last year. Oh, yeah, see? And they were both raw brand, I guess. Eh, whatever. <laughs> hey, let's move on. Enough okay. wrestling. Uh, our FanDuel contest. We had 12 people sign up. Three people didn't come back with us, uh, and it was the three stars. There was three stars people, so you know what happens. Uh, gotta say congratulations first of all to uh, Gridiron Gods. He won. He's Pulled back. it out. Yeah. I don't know. Did we ever have? We didn't have any audio for that. <laughs> no. Right, You're a winner. That's what I was. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. I would have had an even perfect week. That wasn't. I was in second place in that, and then all of a sudden he just jumped ahead of me. So all of a sudden, all all of a sudden. Uh, all right, moving on. Our page two losers. There was only two people on the last page, but uh, we're still gonna do this. Uh, Shibs, the honor of being a page two loser, it goes to you. You're a loser. That's right, page but, two loser. But, but you weren't the last last place loser, and that honor goes to the Podcast Express very own Get Up Mike. Oh. The who? The Congratulations on that. I didn't even bother to look at his team. I'm pretty sure it was littered with 49ers and uh, Saskatchewan's Rough Riders from the CFL somehow. Like, he got them all in there. There's probably Jim Drunkenmiller he, he brought back from the dead as his quarterback. Shane Falco. Yeah, that guy, that guy was the only person I ever, know, I, I ever knew. And this was even amongst 49er fans. I thought Giovanni Carmazzi was going to be a star. <laughs> Giovanni <laughs> he thought, man. Tim Radite. He said, Giovanni Carmazzi to tie streets is the future. <laughs> uh, and he meant it. He meant it. <laughs> With this serious and straight face. Yeah, who's he got? Carson Palmer, Leonard Fournette. Oh, yeah, Fournette. Didn't even play. <laughs> For, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty bad team you had there, uh, Mike. Good job. Robbie Gold had to get one 49er in there. <laughs> yeah. Talking all that smack, too, on Twitter. Yeah. Saying he was going to beat our asses. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. And I, you know the worst part is is that he's always like, uh, these guys helped me win some money this week. What the hell, man? <laughs> all you had to do was listen to us. I, I put pretty much like the guys I thought were going to do good in there. I came in second place. Fred, Fred where did you finish at? Uh, fifth. All right. Fifth place for the guy who actually posts his lineup the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Rick came in third. Yeah. Boom. We were uh, up there. Yeah, boom. Apparently, he's not listening close enough, or he's just <laughs> saying it. Don't just be saying it, man. Hey, you know what? 
You know what might cheer him up if he's listening to this right now? What's that? I think you guys know what might cheer him up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's go ahead and give him something. Cows are cool. What about them? Did you know that they have best friends, and when they're separated from them, they could get really stressed and sad? No way. Yeah. So whenever, like, you drive by the road and you see two cows hanging out, besties. Is that like that thing where, <laughs> where like, uh, <laughs> they stand head to head? Yeah. And then they're, like, close like that? Chilling. Like, them, horses and stuff like that? Yeah. So, like, cows... Yeah. Like, they have best friends, and when one gets taken away from them, they get, like, really stressed. And So do they slaughter them together whenever they, like, <laughs> make hamburgers or something like that? <laughs> I mean, no. Just to make them feel good? Like, they're going out holding hooves? No. They're just like, huh? I'm sure those are for more, like, uh... We're gonna be okay, boo. Dairy cows <laughs> and, like, cows that graze. Like happy cows, like California like cheese chill, cows. Like the ones you see in the cows, commercials. Yeah. Hollywood cows. Because, like, cows, like, they know they're getting slaughtered. Like, oh, yeah. those fuckers, like, they, they're they smart. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't cool. But yeah. Wait, are cows smart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How smart are they? Smart enough to know when they're going to get slaughtered. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, dude, you see, like, speaking of Morrissey, those, like, they have videos where, like, cows, like, know they're, like, yeah, they yeah. know. That's true. I don't finish watching those videos, man. <laughs> Had to take it that road. I know, right? It's cute. They have best friends. Yay! <laughs> what would that change you? Up? I got all dark and morbid after that. Just... There, there's a cow that jumped a six foot fence to avoid being slaughtered. Really? Mm-hmm. How the hell did that happen? I it, <laughs> it didn't want to get slaughtered. It's like, oh no! Like, did it jump it like with its hooves jumped over it, or did it do, do like the high jump where it like jumped with its back? Out, out of, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. It was back That's a good t- answer, Fredo. Maybe back- I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that was the answer. Yeah. Like I, you would think a cow would just run through the fence. I no. This is uh, after looting traps and tranquilizer darts, SPCA officials and police officers. For 50, 11 days, the cow was finally captured. 11 days? <laughs> <laughs> on the run! Yeah, on the 11 days to get yeah. the cow? I can just picture it trying to hide behind trees sideways. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just staring out like the, you could just see the tree in the middle of it, like two sides of the cow sticking out. Holy Where's Jesus. the cow at? Dude, to duck for eleven days though—that's yeah. not like people. There's there's people who can't be on the lamp. Yeah. For the so you days, know what? That dude. cow is smarter than a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, people get caught right away. That cow like jumped the fence, avoid like it was dodging tranquilizer yeah. darts and everything. A guy will go back to his mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> How'd they find me here, yeah. motherfucker? You went to your mom's yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he fucked up and went and found his best friend. Oh shit! They were like. Why are we trying to chase him? Yeah. Let's go where he's going. Yeah. Gotta yeah. think like a cow. Mr. Milks, where <laughs> is Mooey? I don't know what a good cow name is. <laughs> they both were Mr. awesome. Mr. Milks and Mooey. I don't know. Uh, all both oh, are why awesome. Why would it be Mr. Milks, though? Did, 
Guy <laughs> Cal did it. Mrs. Milk. Yeah. Miss, Miss Milk. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Milk's down. No, don't go. If it's a male cow, you don't do That's that. A you don't go, yeah, a bull. A male cow. <laughs> That's a bull. That's a bull. <laughs> An artist ended up donating a bunch of his paintings to the SBCA for donations. The cow's paintings? Uh, no, just his personal, the, pa- his own the cow painting. Oh, and then he ended up adopting the cow. Oh, and, I thought know. it was like one of those things where he was in like cow prison, and then you know they were just like, I paint these, you know, yeah. what's in my soul. And like they they printed it, it's just a bunch of hoof prints. And he has like a bandana on, <laughs> all ripped. Oh, man. Unfortunately, she passed away from from cancer in two thousand eight. The oh. cow did. Yeah. Oh wow. So. It lived long enough to get cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't get slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad cow disease. Moo. All right, hey. Let's get some quick hits in. Let's start moving on to this sports <laughs> This is a little weird right now. It got a little weird. It did. It got a little weird. And the cow jumped over the moon. All right. <laughs> to avoid getting slaughtered. Yep. Now we know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, su- I'm surprised the cow can't jump over the fence, but, like, it can jump over the moon. <laughs> I believed that my whole life. With hey diddle diddle. Yeah, yeah. I believed all of it. And I'm just like, I found myself surprised that a cow could jump over a six-foot fence. Yeah. More Mercy ended up adopting the cow. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he got you. That would be he funny, got right? you. Oh, shit. All right. That would be funny. Well, Mike already kind of ruined the spoiler alert, but uh, the World Series starts Tuesday, which is, what, the 24th? Uh, and it is between the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> the Boston Red Sox fire. John Farrell. It was actually happened a week ago, and then they hire uh, Houston Astros bench coach Alex Cora to be their forty seventh manager in franchise history. Which I don't understand. I don't get it. But I, I like him. I, that's who I wanted. No, no, no. I'm not talking about actually hiring him. I'm just saying, come on, we're not that far removed from Farrell winning the World Series and winning back to back AFC East titles or AFC East AL uh, AL yeah. East titles. It's it's just you mean you've had the discussion yeah. before. I mean, yeah. he got a bad rap. I yeah. mean, uh, it's not his fault. No, Price can't pitch there. And he's, it's not his fault. A lot of things happen. Yeah. Like he made some gut calls that didn't exactly pan out, but he made some that that did, and he just never got credit for the ones that if, he did. If uh, if Girardi decides to call it quits after this year, I could see him going to the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Girardi, I mean, I would have even waited if I, like, he wouldn't have ever coached the Red Sox. But Girardi, I mean, it's the same thing with him. I mean, he's coaching in this little this little box of just, I mean, the Boston, who's worse? I mean, Boston media is worse, but, I mean, it's just like, mm-hmm. who is worse, Boston or New York at the, you know, the media is just, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. The coverage and the scrutiny of these players, I mean, it's. Yeah. And at the. <clears throat> Really, the managers because the managers are the ones who are getting fired after winning. I mean, if 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 Joe Girardi didn't go through and, and come back from O two to force a game seven, does he even have a chance to say, "Hey, I want to I want to come back"? Because they were already talking about firing him after they were down O one. Yeah. O two, the Heat was really on, and then he makes the comeback. You know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. What? <laughs> and there's another one. Uh, now. <laughs> Uh, It's ridiculous. Washington Nationals fired Dusty Baker 
uh, after winning back-to-back uh, NL East titles. Yeah! What? The Phoenix Suns guard Eric Bledsoe has played his last game with the team. And in Florida, a man dies after winning a cockroach eating contest. I like how you said that like Tony Montana. A man died in a cockroach. Oh, I forgot one more. Joe Joe Thomas, Cleveland Browns uh, offensive lineman Joe Thomas tore, which I called his tricep, and he is out for the season. The cockroach. The cockroach. The cockroach. Like Rick said, tomorrow it begins the World Series Dodgers Astros. Keiko versus Kershaw in LA, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What are your predictions for that, Rick? What do you think is going to happen when it's all said and done? Who's lifting that trophy? It's so, time for Dodger baseball. That's right. Um, they are favored in Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. I um, want to know who's favored in your heart. In my heart. Um, well, I definitely don't want the Dodgers to win because of especially you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are insufferable. Mm-hmm. But I got the Astros in seven. Mm-hmm. Any reason why? Um, no, just for the pure hate of no, the- <laughs> no, 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 because I, I think they match up. Uh, the Dodgers are going to mash. I mean, that's that's just what they do. But I think that the Astros have enough pitching to hold them to where because the Astros mash. And I think the Dodger pitching right now is is I don't think the Dodger pitching is as good as the Houston pitcher right now. And like the the Dodger offense is better than the Houston offense. Wait, have we not been paying attention to what's been going on this whole playoff run, dude? They they are facing they, the NL. You guys you guys are facing the NL. But they're playing. They're facing. They just faced a powerful. Arizona Diamondbacks team shut them down. A powerful faced NL. The, the, the defending, your pace, face the defending World Series champions shut them down. They're going to go play the Astros. They're in Houston, right? Yeah. They're in Houston, uh-huh. right? For their, Houston's got home field, right? No, the Dodgers, dude. They're in L.A., game one. No, they're not. Yeah, in L.A. Dude, didn't the AL win that? The, they don't do that anymore. It's best record in baseball. Since when? Since, best like, record. The, this year this or year. past year? This year. Yeah, they stopped doing that. Mm, all right. Yeah, they stopped doing it. Remember, they had okay. the controversy because they kept, uh, they had that uh, I don't extra remember. game? I don't remember the that, extra but okay, game. I'll take your word for yeah. it. I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. One. So does that change your, no, your thing? No. It's still seven? They, yeah. they also have the, Hurricane Harvey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because, one, the Dodgers don't have the DH to stretch their lineup, mm-hmm. and the Astros have the DH that is built into there, and they're not going to do three games with them with their DH. They're winning two. Okay. They got to win two at Dodger. That's all they got to split. That's all they got to do. All right. That's a good call. I think it's in five, maybe six, that the Dodgers win this thing. I think they hold the advantage at every every position. They play better defense. They are okay. the, they are the better offensive team right now okay. in these playoffs. They are the better pitching team in these playoffs. Okay, uh, the bullpen especially is shutting everybody down right now. Mm-hmm. Shutting everybody down, dude. All right, everybody. They are man. Okay, high powered teams. Okay, but they didn't face 
the Indians. We're talking the Red about Sox, you're talking about just the, one pitcher in the lineup, dude. That's fine. You you act like the Yankees outside of Aaron Judge and Gary Sh- uh, Sanchez were mashing everything in the world. They were. Dude. They're one of the top rated offenses. One of the top rated. Yeah, they were up there. They were. I don't mashing. think you're giving them enough credit for a reason, Rick. I'm giving them all the credit that they deserve at this. Fredo, what do you think? God damn. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Hey, NBA. I give them seven. All right, first week of the NBA. What are your thoughts, man? What what uh, what's been going on there for you that's just like kind of stuck out? Aside from the obvious, we know the obvious right off the bat what it is: Gordon Hayward, the injury, the gruesome, uh, dislocated ankle and fractured what fibula, fibula, tibia, tibia whatever it was. Uh, man, that was so hard to see. Okay, you want This is this is my assessment of the NBA season. Not even just the first week, the NBA season, barring one of those injuries. To two players on the on the Golden State Warriors, they are going to win, which is obvious. And two, just enjoy watching the talent that's on the rest of the NBA teams. Like, just enjoy it because no matter who wins, loses, who loses, how many games, it's pretty much all for not this year. I mean, mm-hmm. it just enjoy watching other teams play because there is a lot of talent yeah. in the NBA. Watch the Milwaukee Bucks. Go watch Giannis because he's going to just light it up all year. Um, ben Simmons is a real deal. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, we just watched last night. They're going to be real fun to watch. Uh, we just watched last night a great game between them and OKC. I think OKC is going to be a lot of fun to watch as well as soon as they start to gel. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be a lot of great teams out there. Yeah, you're going to say, okay, you have the Thunder who can have a chance, the Rockets. You have a couple teams that, you know, the, the Cavaliers. Um, I don't even. I think the Cavaliers got worse getting rid of Kyrie. Looking at them now, because D Wade isn't the same player. He's already going on to the bench. Um, uh, Isaiah Thomas isn't going to give you. Why do you think the Celtics got rid of him? He, Isaiah Thomas isn't going to give you even when he comes back what Kyrie gave you. Uh, and yeah, Jay Crowder is a great player. Uh, but again, the scoring ability of Kyrie, and, and even then, watching Kyrie, I've never. You know, I've never been like the biggest Kyrie fan. Um, but he he provided exactly what LeBron needed. That's that he he could be that first score. And without with losing that, like now LeBron's gonna have to turn it up, and he's gonna get tired because it's gonna be a long season for him over there. Uh, something you didn't mention in your quick hits: the Suns, three games into the season, decided they didn't like uh, Earl Watson as much as they told oh, everybody yeah. they did, and uh, they fired him. And it had a lot to do with that. Uh, I think they set the NBA record for the uh, Loss. Uh, most, like, plus-minus difference. The biggest, you know, difference in plus-minus in uh, NBA history with, like, minus 92 in the first uh, three games. When they lost they lost the, the biggest yeah. ball, 46 points in franchise mm-hmm. history in the uh, first loss. Like, then you follow that up with uh, Eric Bledsoe sending out his, I don't want to be here tweet. And then he goes in for a meeting with uh, uh, the son's front office and tries to tell them, well, no, it had nothing to do with that. I was at a hair salon. (laughs) And uh, they didn't believe him, and they sent him home, and now they're looking to trade him, so he'll be gone. Uh, Because of what happened, they could only get pennies on his dollar now uh, because he's injury-prone, too. Uh, Then you get the Lakers. Lakers fans around here, they beat the Suns the other day, and they were already yelling playoffs, man. I saw people talking playoffs after that. 
And then they got smashed by the Pelicans the next night, so they shut up real fast. <laughs> so, yeah, so there the was Pe- that. Pelicans look terrible. Yeah. We were watching that game too. It's like, wow, this, this is bad basketball. Yeah. And also, uh, Chris Paul looks like he might be out for like a month. About a month. It's looking like a month now. He's going to be out for the Rockets. Uh, although they didn't seem to hurt him that opening night when they played the the Warriors, beat them there. Not that it really matters, but it's good for their state of mind heading into the rest of the season. Like, gonna, hey, we just went in there and we just beat them. You this know? is the NBA season is is it's it's a long yeah. push. Like. So a lot going on. A uh, couple people asked already about the FanDuel NBA challenge that will come out as soon as football is done with their season. We'll focus on doing NBA uh, FanDuel. So you know, stick with us with this, and then let's do some uh, NBA after that. Rick, you got any uh, hockey you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I'll do a little bit. See what you got. <clears throat> so, just talking about little hot and hot and cold starts at the beginning. Just you know, give give you know fans a little taste of what's going on. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning seven one and one. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs six and two. The Devils, New Jersey six and two. The L.A. Kings, little local six zero and one. They are starting hot. If you want to go catch a game, a lot of fun. To watch hockey live, and we talked about them last week. Uh, Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights six and one, and actually uh, with their seventh win, if they win, they will actually set the record for most wins uh, for in their first like uh, ten, in their first with that whatever eight games, nine games for uh, an expansion team. Mm-hmm. At this point, people are already calling them the the greatest expansion hockey team in in the history. So if they can keep it up. You know, hopefully they don't let it get to their heads. You know, they're doing it for a lot of good things, so hopefully they keep it up. Uh, Phoenix Coyotes are not doing so well, zero seven and one. And I love this one, the Montreal Canadiens, one six and one. I hope they continue to lose the rest of the season. Uh, some big games coming up the rest of the week. Uh, the Blackhawks and the Golden Knights are playing. Uh, Tampa Bay and Detroit are coming up. Washington, Vancouver, Chicago, and Nashville. So there you go. That was the Black Hawks that he said. Black Hawks. Yeah. <laughs> Black Hawks. H A W K S. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know if you've seen this. You might have seen this already, Fredo. Maybe you have too. But uh, did you see that clip of the guy uh, shooting a penalty shot in that soccer match? <laughs> and it hit off the top bar. And, like, yeah, look it up, man. It's crazy. It hits off the top bar. And, I'll, I mean, I'll save it for you. Because uh, I don't want to ruin it before you watch it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we'll it's let great. you find that real fast if you want to take a look did at you, it. Did you see uh, Adam Shafter? Like, did you see the? Did you see that goal on his on his tweet? Is the that... goal on his tweet? Yeah. No, I didn't see it on there. Oh, um... I only saw like so, uh, Trey Wingo got a hold of his his Twitter and like oh, put out something Scott, about Scott Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was that what you were talking about? Well, he quoted that, and then he put, like, that one of the guy kicking. Oh, and, and, yeah. Like, he, he said, this, that, that's what happens when you leave it yeah. unlocked. This is it right here, man. Go go check it out. Uh, this says, uh, sickest penalty kick ever seen. It's <laughs> I hope it's the right one. Yeah, it's the sickest. Yeah, because uh, there's no way that there's anything more sicker than what we just saw right there, man. Like, this is the sickest. Sick. Like, totally sick, man fucking ads seriously it's funny you got to go check it out guys i know we're waiting and uh this is bad listening so uh, we're well, trying to fill the time how was it guys this weekend uh i just told you it was the best freaking week here we go here we go <laughs> all right the guy let him watch you want to describe it fredo 
He kicks the ball. It goes up and it's uh, missed. And they're celebrating. And the ball bounces and it's rolling back. And it's bouncing back in the goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The guy's all sad. Then he runs over there. He's like, oh, yay. <laughs> Fucking goalie. Yeah. <laughs> he was celebrating really yeah. Yeah. yeah, he just stood there in the fucking. Yeah. yeah. He, he ran celebrating and the ball went in. Yeah. Like, it, it had like some backspin yeah. on it and it went back into the goal. That is crazy, man. That is funny, though. <laughs> Too bad it didn't happen in like a better game, like a huge game, <laughs> you know? Nobody's One in the that stands. actually mattered. Yeah. This the is World just, Cup. Yeah. This was like, hey guys, want to get together and play some soccer? That's <laughs> 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 what it was. All right, hey, let's talk some fantasy football. Is oh, that what that you want to do? Let's do it. Is that what we should do? Yep, let's do it right now. now. Let's talk, 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 some, some, some fantasy. Wolf ball. <laughs> All right. Before we get started getting into that stuff, we got to do the injury report. Luckily and thankfully, it's not that long this week. It's only four names really on the offensive side of the ball since it's just fantasy football that we talk about. So, Fredo, can we get sad music? <sighs> All right, first off. Carson Palmer with that uh, with that Cardinals team. Everybody felt pretty good about things after they got Adrian Peterson and uh, he had that what 133 yard game touchdown. Blah blah blah. How long would the Cardinals last? Well, look, turns out they're only going to last one week because Carson Palmer has broken his arm and he is now going to be out eight weeks. Ouch. So with Drew Stanton in, in there, I don't. I'm not sure anybody on that offense is playable anymore. Yeah, they're done. Um, Mike Wallace left this past week's game with a concussion on a dirty hit. I'm not saying it was a dirty hit like... Uh, he got suspended one game. Yeah, but I don't think he should have. I thought it was just part of the play, hit his shoulder. But still, it didn't look good for Mike Wallace, and we'll have to wait and see on his uh, on his status. Jay Cutler has broken ribs. Two. Yep. So Jay Cutler... Probably will not be playing this Thursday night because that's when they play on one of those shitty Thursday night games. Who, do, who is it this week? Uh, the Ravens. Them and the Ravens. So, yeah, there is a shitty-ass game to be uh, looking forward to. And Delaney Walker has sprained his ankle. At This is this is what I know of right now. I don't know if they've come out and actually said. Carson Palmer, they said he might be able to four to six weeks, actually. The new prognosis, four to six. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Still, that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Delaney Walker, they said he just sprained his ankle, but he was spotted leaving the stadium on crutches. It looked bad when it yeah, happened. Yeah, when it happened, it didn't look good at all. So well, I, I, that's one of those things we have to wait and see about because I be- are, are they on by this week? Uh, they Yeah, they are, are on by this week. Sorry, are, that's yeah. the next thing that's up. Yeah. But yeah, so that's it for the injury report. You know, he, he mentioned Joe Thomas on the offensive line. That was a heartbreaking one considering that he had never missed in a, a, a snap in his career. Yeah, over what 10,000 or something Yeah, over like 10,000 snaps. Like, and then as soon as it happened I was all he tore his tricep. Yeah. Like it was bad. Like you could tell. Yeah, and then it was like mostly defensive guys, which you know, it all sucks in the end. You know, like Malik Hooker, the rookie from uh, out the Colts the out for the year now. But that's that's what comes with the game. It hasn't been. It wasn't as bad as it was uh, the past two weeks when it comes to injuries. So For I guess offensive players. I guess that's a good thing. I guess. Yeah. I guess if we can say that it's a good thing, maybe. So yeah, let's move on. We got six teams on bye this week. This There's is like a, a huge lot. bye yeah. week. Big and big uh, time teams too. Yeah. The thing the thing about it is is that I think people have adjusted their rosters already because of how many injuries there already were. And so, like you know, this week you would have had to prepare for. Uh, Odell Beckham being out and uh, Aaron Rodgers being out, but like you've 
known for a while now. They're not going to be playing Week 8. So, you know, people already did something about it, right? Yeah. So, let's get into it. Waiver Wire Talk. See if there's anybody out there you can pick up now in case you have people that are playing right there. So, people you might want to consider dropping as you uh, scan the waiver wires this week. Carson Palmer, obvious reasons, out. Jacoby Brissett has kind of taken a downward spiral since he had his good couple of games there with the Colts. And Mitchell Trubisky. I know you guys picked him up. I would have picked him up if he was out there just to see what he was going to turn into. But uh turns out he turned into a quarterback. He's only going to throw seven attempts in a game. Mm. So there's that. Uh Mike Wallace, he was coming off of two decent weeks, but then now with this whole concussion thing, who knows what's going on? Wait and see what happens with him. But uh if he's going to be out for multiple weeks, you can probably go ahead and drop him. Tyrell Williams, I saw this thing coming. A lot of people did not see this thing coming, but he has not been very good at all. I think uh, eight weeks into this thing, it's okay to let go of Tyrell Williams because he's lost in the shuffle there in San Diego. And uh, Martavis Bryant. How do you feel about me saying cut Martavis Bryant? I mean, at this point, it's all in his head. I mean, maybe one more week to see, but they're not even feeding the baby. Like mm-hmm. they, they, He called in sick today. Yeah, they fed Juju. I mm-hmm. mean, he's trying to get traded. Yeah. He wants to be done. He had, a, he had like an Instagram post or something like that he put up about uh, Juju. Saying he ain't nothing. Uh, yeah, and then uh, he later deleted it. And then he said today uh, with their um, mandatory meeting, he called in sick. And apparently <laughs> his uh, his uh, agent, you know, verified it or whatever. But what, what does that really mean? You know, yeah. like the agent could just be saying it because he gets paid by the guy. Like, Damn it, do your damn. job and uh, make me look good, agent. Tell him yeah. I'm sick. He's getting traded, man. Yeah, he has he, to He has this point. to. They said that they're not, but... I mean, yeah. they have to at yeah. this point. You knew it was bad when, when they said it and it seemed that way. And then he's like, no, no, I never said that before. But he didn't even really mean it when he said it. You know, yeah. like you hear it in his voice. He didn't really mean it. Yeah. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, tired of him. I think the Raiders should cut him too. Go ahead and cut him. Alex Collins, I mean, fumbles the ball. And what do you have, like nine carries this week, 25 yards? Yeah. Wayne Gallman, that hasn't really worked out for the Giants because – your boy Orleans Darkwa taking over. Did you hold on to him or did you cut him? No, I cut him in both weeks. <laughs> but it's my boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I still called him. Like, yeah, I still, I was still like, dude, I think he could be a big yeah. part of the offense. Just still be your boy. Uh, Jeremy Hill, just because some people still have him on their roster for some reason, and Thomas Rawls. Nope, not gonna happen with Thomas Rawls anytime soon. And a tight end. I know tight ends thin. But he hasn't been doing anything. Plus, Brett Hundley isn't going to make him any better. Martellus Bennett. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and cut Martellus. Or try to trade him to some sucker who, uh, you know, buys on names. Yeah. You know? There are those people in your leagues that'll do that. So we move on to the waiver wire. People to consider picking up. How about Josh McCown at quarterback, man? The guy has been money the past couple of weeks. He has been. But he did play the Patriot uh, defense and then. Yeah. Uh, the the Dolphins. So yeah. I mean, where does how? There, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But they're going to be throwing, and uh, you know, you just never know what you're going to get. Especially this week, you got guys on by. You know, yeah. pick up a flyer. Like I might have to pick up Josh McCown in one of our leagues because uh, Jared Goff is on by. 
Uh, Deshaun Kaiser got benched. Yeah, I got a Hundley on a bye, so yeah. yeah, I might be going to. Yeah, going <laughs> yeah, it's either Josh McCown or it's C.J. Beathard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I feel like doing at this point. I'm actually winning in that league. Yeah. Uh, how about Tyrod Taylor, man? Tyrod Taylor just gets it done with a bunch of nobodies, and plus now. Uh, I was gonna mention his name. Yeah, but he's so up and down though. Like he's had two. He had he started off with a twenty point game and had a twenty point game last year, last week, this Uh last week. Uh, but he's been very mediocre. But before that, they do play the Raiders this week, and they play the Raiders. So maybe, maybe. So you know, this is just your flyer week. Yeah. Uh, you need another flyer, Blake Bortles. Because why not? You know, he, he's a starter. He's out there. He's a body. He can maybe get you a, a, a hair across his ass and he throws three touchdowns. Yeah. It might, ha- it might be a Mercedes Lewis day. Yeah. It might not be anywhere else, but uh, yeah. it can happen with him. You know, it's just one of those days yeah. where you just get lucky. Yeah. And for the Thursday night game, Matt Moore. I actually like uh, Matt. I mean, Matt Moore looked good, but that could be, have a lot to do with the fact that they weren't game planning for him. They were game planning for uh, Jay Cutler. But he, I, I thought that I understood the Jay Cutler signing, but I always felt like Matt Moore was okay for that offense if they just decided to stick with him. Yeah. If they weren't going to get uh, Cutler or Kaepernick. Matt Moore just can't throw over the top. He can't throw yeah. deep. He's a, he's a check down Charlie, yeah. and he's a backup guy. And 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 lucky luckily for him, he has a guy like Jarvis Landry who's not a burner, who's yeah. not going to run past people and uh, run routes. But he's they do quick. have Kenny Stills, but uh, they 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 were running smart routes with Kenny Stills like yeah. underneath and. Uh, you know, uh, the, the four, five, six uh, tr- route tree routes, uh, keeping them near the line. Yeah. You know, making sure he gets the ball in a big place. Yeah. Uh, how about a running back? Marshawn Lynch on a uh, suspension for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they appealed it. I'm not sure what's going on. But uh, DeAndre Washington or Jalen Richard, the, they, they got the Bills this week, and they are a very, very good defense. But hey, somebody's got to run the ball, right? Uh, Latavius Murray, who can, I mean, who knows what's going on in that, uh, Minnesota backfield? McKinnon outtouched him, but Murray outperformed him. He had 118 yards and, and they, they continue to pump him up, man. Well, he's healthy now. Yeah. And like, he is a thousand yard back. Yeah, he runs upright. Yeah, he's not going to get past the second level all, all the time. But he gets touchdowns and he's going to get, he's going to lean forward all the time and he's going to get, you know, Three, four yards of carry, and he's yep. going to get you what you need if if you're just looking for a flex guy or yeah. or if you're thin at running back, psh, throw him in. Yep. Uh, Rick's boy, Orleans Darkwa. Darkwa. He's still available in leagues, but, hey, he's, he's, he's putting up some numbers for them, so that's good, man. I mean, and that's all we can ask for at this time. He can catch the ball and he yep. can run. Uh, Deion Lewis looks to be taking control of that Patriots backfield. By the ball. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's he's and, and the funny thing is, is that he used to have the James White role. But James White just became so good at it that, you know, they just kind of relegated Lewis to the early down rolls where he's just running the football and, you know, every once in a while catching one out of the backfield. But uh, Gillisley still gets his carries, man, but he's – he just doesn't have it for them, man. It's not. He just doesn't do what they ask for. He doesn't want – he's not – he's not what their offense is. They – they don't have the patience for him because even LeGarrette Blunt like had that burst. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's very patient. Like yeah. he sets up. And he his, needs a fullback. Yeah, he sets up his blocks. Like mm-hmm. he runs behind guys very well. Breaks tackles. Mm-hmm. He get you know he gets ten for forty four 
12 for 50. Like, yeah. he, he's the kind of guy that's going to wear you down, get those touchdowns. Like, I love him as a running back. He's very touchdown dependent in an offense this where offense. Tom Brady will just be like, here's here Gronkowski, here's yeah. the throw, you know, and just go like that way. Like, if you have him in a dynasty, all you got to hope for is after this year, they kind of cut him and let him go somewhere else where he mm-hmm. could be a feature back. Because they have four guys right now that, including him, four guys that can do the things that they want in their offense, but at who this, are more explosive than him. But who are? But there's three guys who are more explosive. Burkhead yeah. is even more explosive than him at yeah. this point, and they really like him. Too. Yeah, they're always talking about getting him back. But they they split the they split uh, snaps. Uh, actually, it was uh, at the first half. It was James White who had more uh, snaps than Deion Lewis, but in the second half, Deion Lewis just kind of took mm-hmm. over that second yeah. half. and they've liked him for a long time. Yeah, uh, Marlon Mack still out there. No Robert Turbin, and his role continues just, just to keep – it just keeps growing. So uh, uh, go ahead and pick him up. Matt Forte, the old man, is still getting it done. Yeah. Rick Pin- are you pinching your nipples? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was pinching his nipples. No. When, when, I said, when I said Matt Forte, because that was his boy for the longest time. Well, like, he was like still a, is. Like yeah. I still, you know. Uh, 41 rushing yards, 41 receiving yards on five catches. Still getting I it done. I just feel like, like how long is it going to last, though? Like, yeah, true. he got hurt, he's going to get hurt. He's, it's one of those he's, things where, like, you pick him up and you spot start him, but then at the same time, if you have him on your team and he has a good week this week, trade him for Try something. to trade him. Try to get yep. somebody. And Robert Kelly, I'm not sure what he's doing tonight, but he came back and uh, mm-hmm. he is playing. So um, they like him. They want him to run the football for them. So, uh, P. Ryan hasn't really didn't really look like the guy for them at this at this point. To me, I don't think he looks bad. He just looks like a young running back. Mm-hmm. Like he's. He needs he needs another year. Like he's not over his head under the water, mm-hmm. but he needs another year. Like he needs you know. Yeah. He'll be good next year. Yeah. At uh, oh, it's seventeen and seventeen ten five for eleven. That's all he's got. Nah. Who has the other touchdown for the Eagles? I'm just curious. Nobody. Oh, uh, Thompson got the touchdown. Oh, Thompson. Ertz. Oh, no, Zach Ertz, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my God, that hurts. That does hurt. <laughs> Zach, Zach hurts. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, at wide receiver, Kenny Stills, Matt Moore, when he came in, looked for him a lot. Uh, he had six for 85 and two touchdowns. Corey Davis, they're on by this week, but he should be coming off uh, uh, his little hamstring injury by the time they get back from their bye. Ted Ginn. Seven for 141 this past week. Four for 66 and one the week before. Willie Sneed is like all but forgotten now. And uh, Ted Ginn looks good. Yeah, there's not a lot going on at wide receiver. Uh, it's uh, dude, it's it's like the year of the running back right now, man. I wouldn't even say that. I like I think all scoring is down right now. But running backs are carrying teams. Yeah, because there's multiple of them. Mm-hmm. Like if, <coughs> bless, bless you. you. Not one carry, one, not one running back is carrying mm-hmm. one team. It's a plethora of bless, bless you. you, except maybe Le'Veon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, he's taking over like the Chris Con- Conley role in the uh, Chiefs offense, and he had five for sixty nine on Thursday. And Deontay Thompson, uh, he just signed with the Bills. They don't really have a true number one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matthews just came back, but he had four for 107 in his first game, and I thought he looked decent with the with the Bears, but you know apparently they didn't like him. Did you say Aaron Jones? Uh, no, I did not say Aaron Jones because I figured at this point he would already be picked up by a lot of teams, okay. 
And uh, Aaron Jones should be. It's been a couple weeks now numero for him. Uh, at tight end, Tyler Croft. Uh, he, I believe he had a touchdown this week. How about O.J. Howard? Uh, six for 98 and two touchdowns. I don't think he's taking over for Cameron Brait. I think that uh, Jameis Winston will start focusing throwing to his two tight ends and uh, Mike Evans quite a bit. So I think it's going to be, you know, kind of what the Patriots wanted with uh, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. But even Deshaun's, but even with that, Deshaun's still mm-hmm. getting his num num. He's, he's going to get some, but I mean, like, I think that it's not going to take away because as far as PPR leagues go, I believe. Uh, Bright still had like 13 points, 12, 12. 13 points. Yeah. And uh, how about A.J. Derby with with uh, uh, Sanders out the past two weeks? He's been getting some some uh, some catches. He had six for 66 this past week. So uh, go pick him up. Tight end. Uh, the, posi- po- the position is thin. That's the way I was going to say it right now. All right, let's move on to our sit, start, and sneaky plays of the week. Let's start off at quarterback. Rick, who do you have as your sit? <laughs> Can I just say uh, the, the entire uh, Atlanta Falcons offense? Oh, no, okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, he is just boo-boos. He couldn't throw for 300 yards against the Patriots. Everybody has thrown for 300 yards against the Patriots up until that point this year. Um, and they just looked really bad, really disoriented. They missed Kyle Shanahan. Um, I mean, I don't think the Patriots did anything spectacular. They haven't shown anything the last two weeks that they have been getting anything right. Uh, Stephon Gilmore wasn't in the lineup, and he still cannot. I mean, Julio Jones caught his first touchdown last night in garbage. Like, it was literally like 23 to nothing. The last, the last thing that happened yeah. was a Julio. It was a garbage point. It was a car. It was a, it was a garbage touchdown, a but garbage he ripped point. it away. It was a garbage time yeah, point. And he ripped it away, though, so that was pretty nice. Okay, it was nice, uh, but it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Trevor Simeon. Uh, it's been a struggle since his uh, little hot start. Since week two, can you guess how many touchdowns he's thrown since week two? Anybody? Two. There you go. Two touchdowns since week two. Uh, Vance Joseph came out and gave him the, uh, in my opinion, the dreaded vote of confidence. He's having the time of his life telling everybody that he has all the confidence in the world that Trevor Simeon, which only means he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, But they get a matchup in Arrowhead with the Chiefs. Uh, No Emmanuel Sanders. Sit him. Sit him. Sit him. Sit him. Uh, okay, who are you starting? Dak, Dak Prescott. Um, he's having a great year. He's increased his uh, touchdowns, his yards, his attempts. Uh, he's not l- depending on Ezekiel. He's doing things himself. He's spreading the ball around. Um, we had this conversation. You actually, you know, kind of on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, I have Breeze and I have Dak. I mean, obviously I've been starting Breeze for, you know, 12 years now. And um, 11 years, something like that. And, like, I was like, all right, like, when I was asking, like, when do I start starting Dak? I mean, he's been scoring more points. And, like, I'm like, when do I actually, like, pull that trigger? And you're like, well, do it right now. Like, what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, well, fuck, what is stopping me at this point? Because Dak is, is, is a top is a top quarterback right now. Yeah. I think the only one scoring more than him is Deshaun Watson at this mm-hmm. point. He has more... 
I think he leads the league in fantasy points for for quarterbacks. Deshaun does. Uh, no, I think Dak does at this point because he has uh, a game, like two games on okay, him right yeah. now. But yeah, uh, Deshaun no, scored at a higher clip. But you know, I, I he's still the highest scoring like yeah. full season quarterback. So yeah, I mean, if if you had, because I mean, I'm sure a lot of people drafted Dak as their backup. I tell people to. Cool it on him, man. So like, I'm. I, I mean, it's okay if I'm wrong about it, but like, you know, he's playing good, man. It's it's too hard to to keep him on your bench at this well, point. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm sure you drafted him as your number two quarterback. So I mean, I'm not saying trade your number one. I mean, I'm just saying you should be starting him until further notice yeah. because he's having that season right now. Mm. That that beginning of the of the year though, they had the the tough little slate of games, so it, was, it didn't look that great. But then you know, now it's softened up for him a little bit. And and he's it's looking just, good. He's slinging it. Yep. Uh, I'm going with Cam Newton. Uh, his first three weeks were all poopoos. Then he had weeks four through six, and he had he had good weeks after that. He started with his get right game against the Patriots, and like that was the thing that was going on. Everybody had to get right against the Patriots before they went. Then week seven gets a matchup with the Bears, who are a sneaky good defense. Like people don't seem to understand that because it is the Bears. Uh, nothing went right for them, but he gets a matchup with the new get right team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. So uh, get him in there. I expect a nice rebound game for Cam. Who are you going with as your sneaky? You mentioned him in your pickups, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, playing, it was, they're playing the Raiders, right? Yeah. Playing the Raiders, that defense, that that's a cure for any uh, you know hangover right there. So yeah. uh, he, Tyrod Taylor, just blew it up against. The Tampa Bay Bucks this is last week, so mm-hmm. against another soft defense, I think he could do the same thing. Yep. Uh, I'm going with Phillip Rivers. Uh, it's kind of been like an up-and-down season for him, and uh, if you own him, you probably have to play him with six teams on by, but if not, you know, take it into consideration. They play the Patriots this week, and I am of the belief that it wasn't the Falcons – or, sorry, it wasn't the Patriots against the Falcons. It was the Falcons against the Patriots that sucked. That's what I said. I know, but that's I'm just you know re-saying it again. Yeah. You know, that's my re- <laughs> that's my reasoning for saying to play Philip Rivers because yeah. you know the Atlanta Falcons defense made <laughs> uh, offense made the New England Patriot defense look really really good. That's yeah. my point. All right, who are you sitting? Unless there's fog, because they are in New England. And Foggate. Oh. Hey, and they mm. in New England did throw the fog out there. Yeah, I love that. Dude. I love that, dude. People thought that. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, they somehow made fog." <laughs> <laughs> like that was a real thing. It continues to be a real thing. They bought fog like, machines. I'm down for all the other conspiracies that are actually they make sense. But okay, they just rain down fog. Not only there, but in, you know, across everywhere. Okay, yeah, well, who knows? Maybe Russia and Kraft they had something going on. All right, who are you sitting? At running back. Um, the Seahawks. Because that's just a garbage situation. You got <laughs> you got Teddy Ruxpin Rock, over there. You got Thomas Rawls. Teddy Ruxpin's Eddie, mm-hmm. Lace, Eddie Lacy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eddie Rux. Eddie Ruxkin. <laughs> I can't even say his name. Ruxkin. Him too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, J.D. McKissick, I think he's actually the most talented out of all of them. C.J. Procise is there. He's coming back. He yeah, but he, back. Just, he got hurt in the first quarter. He got already, hurt again. Man, so. I think J.D. McKissick is the most talented back there, but they're going to give 
Thomas Rawls and uh, Teddy, uh, Eddie Rubskin, their, their run. And, I mean, hopefully by, like, week 11, 12, when, the, when it matters, they're just going to start giving it to J.D. They're going to realize, like, hey, he could run, he could catch, and we're going we're gonna to do our thing. He can run, he can catch. Yeah. Can he not, though? I mean, no, I'm not saying that. I just thought that was funny. I just think he can. All right. I'm sitting C.J. Anderson. Uh, aside from uh, week two, it's been hard to play him. Like, he had a huge week against the Raiders, I believe it was. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, he hasn't really been doing much. And his owners keep putting him in because they have this, like, mentality of, like, this is his bounce-back week. Yeah. This is the bounce-back week. But uh, Jamal Charles is starting to get more run. Uh, nobody fears their passing game. If I'm a CJ owner at this point, not only am I telling you to sit him, I'm telling you to trade him. Get rid of CJ Anderson right now. But sit him this week. If you can't. Yeah. Who are you starting? Carlos Hyde. He's just been running really hard ever since those trade rumors. Uh, running with his pants on fire. Mm-hmm. That looks really good. And, yeah, just if, if you got him and you had him in a backup role, flex him out and – let him do his thing, scoring mm-hmm. touchdowns, and he's, he's getting it. Uh, I'm going with Chris Thompson. He had one bad game. That was in week four. But aside from that, he's been, a, he's been PPR money. He's been monster. And uh, I don't think he reaches this mark, but he is currently on pace to become the fourth player in NFL history to record 100 carries and 1,000 receiving yards. Wow. You know the last person that did that? Marshall Falk. Marshall, Marshall, The greatest Marshall. show on turf. Yep. Uh, he gets a week eight matchup with the Cowboys defense that has been known to give it up the pass-catching backs. So get Chris Thompson into your lineups. Who is your sneaky sit, start what? of the week? Who's your sneaky My sneaky snit start? Yes. Snit start? Eckler from San Diego. Um, Melvin Gordon, they, they're... They're trying to soften him up. They're trying to give lighten his workload a little bit because he is banged up. He's got the the ankle. He's got the shoulder. So they're giving him some carries, and he's tearing it up right now. I definitely uh, start him on a sneaky start. Mm. Uh, I'm going with Joe Mixon. Uh, I can't figure out what their problem is in Cincinnati. It's like they don't like good running backs for some reason. Uh, but he did come out, voice his opinion, saying they need to run the ball more. They get the Colts this week, and I think this is the week that they give the squeaky wheel to Grease. So, Joe Mixon, sneaky start of the week for me. Wide receiver, who you got? Sit. Uh, I said it last week, and I'm gonna. he was my sit last week, and uh, he's going to be my sit <laughs> this week. But it's kind of a cop-out, but uh, I would stop it again. But he's basically my sit for the rest of the year. I'm trying to prove a point, T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's it's been bad. He's only had what he's had two good games. Other than that, it's all been just four points, six points, eight points. I mean, you could you could comfortably sit him if he blows up on your bench for one game. Uh, it's better than him killing you for the next three. So I definitely sit T. Y. Hilton. I am going with Demarius Thomas. Uh, Trevor Simeon is struggling. The running game can't get going. There's no Emmanuel Sanders to take the uh, pressure off him on the other side. Paxton Lynch is getting talked about as uh, getting some playing time now. Marcus Peters and the Chiefs this upcoming week. I don't want anything to do with the Broncos right now. Sit Demarius Thomas. Set him. All right, who are you starting at wide receiver? Uh, Marvin Jones. Uh, no, no Golden Tate, so he's going to be numero uno, and he is a stud. Play him. I am going with Alshon Jeffrey. 
uh, Dak Prescott. He just got done throwing all over the 49ers. Uh, I really like Carson Wentz, and I have a feeling he'll do the same. Uh, and I believe that Alshon will be the one to benefit from it. So play Alshon Jeffrey against the 49ers. Who's your sneaky start of the week at wide receiver? Aguilar. I think he's going to get it, actually, because I have Jeffrey in another one, and I want to trade him. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't even think it's that he doesn't fit the offense or that Wentz isn't looking for him. I think he has just flat out lost a step. He is not the same receiver as he was. I don't know. I don't see that, but to each their own. Yeah. We all have different views on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with uh, Pierre Garcon. Um, as I stated above, uh, I think that the Eagles will be putting up a lot of points, and I think that the 49ers will be trying to play catch up, and. Uh, I think he's a good candidate for some garbage time points. So play Pierre Garçon. What's up, Fredo? You got something to say? No. Oh, I thought you did. All right, let's move on to tight ends. Who are you sitting at tight end? Uh, You talked about it earlier, Martellus Bennett. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Martellus Martellus Bennett. Bennett. Uh, I had him here last week. I'm keeping him here, especially when Mitch Trubisky continues to throw seven passes. Zach Miller. I had him um, last week there. Yeah, I'm not playing Zach Miller. Uh, who are you starting? Tyler Croft scoring touchdowns. No, is Tyler Eifert. Um, uh, he, he's got to throw to somebody. Mm-hmm. A.J. Green and him are, seems to be his two favorite red zone targets, so pick him up, play him in. He's touchdown dependent, yes, but there hasn't been a lot of great tight end play anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Hunter Henry. Uh, they played the, the Patriots this week, and uh, – the past three weeks, he has had double-digit PPR points. He was my starter. So uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's your he's your play every week. Yeah, so play Hunter Henry. And who is week. your sneaky play at tight end? You know who I'm talking about. Out of Buffalo, Nicolieri. Oh, okay, why? Uh, he's uh, because <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky. Uh, uh, he's He'd be leading, ashamed of that Irish accent right there. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's le- he's leading their tight end since uh, uh, Charles Clay went out in receptions, mm-hmm. in uh, in yards. He's gotten over fifty in the last four, uh, three of the last four. So uh, he's been he's he's been a nice little target. Uh, so he might get a touchdown. He could pop. Yeah, I'm going with Jason Witten, another old man who still has it. Uh, he's owned in, what, 75% of Yahoo leagues, so there's a chance he could still be out there. Uh, but he gets a Redskins team that has given up the fourth most points to tight ends. So go ahead, get Jason Witten into your lineup. You're wrapping it. Yep. Fredo, you got anything to add? Uh, no, no, no. no. You're going to have your, uh, your Fando lineup? <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. I thought that was a Mike Gilbert laugh. <laughs> no. Almost. I thought that was. You're not going to have your fe- super, super, super secret, secret Fando lineup? lineup. How did I, it, I don't know. How I, did it do last I week? I didn't do that great. I was right in the middle. <laughs> uh, Palmer. Yeah, Palmer messed me uh, up. I had a couple of receivers from uh I had Fitzy, Arizona. too. Fitzy. Yeah. So yeah. That kind of. That's how it goes, man. That's yeah. how the game is played sometimes. Can't do anything about it. Live yeah. and die in L.A. Know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, bro? Yeah. All right. So I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, be sure to, you know, share this with everybody that you know. Oh, got it. Uh, I got some, something that popped up. What's that? Uh, Rick's boy, Stevie Wonder, wants to uh, sing the national anthem at the Dodger game. He doesn't want to sing it. I just read it. It says, I'll do it on harmonica. 
He's in a singer. Yeah. Oh, no, that'd be cool. I was playing on harmonica. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even give a shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, gtppodcast.com go there you can find our show the the pod express show uh sit start and sneaky plays of the week are all there so do that uh follow us on twitter at gtp mike and rick at gtp podcast facebook garbage time points and that's gonna do it for us this week so uh we hope you enjoyed the show um if you need any help during the week with setting your lineups you can always hit us up on one of our platforms, and we can uh, help you out, you know? Mm-hmm. As long yeah. as we answer. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guy last week. On Facebook? Yeah. I told him sorry, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, I, I would have played Duke Johnson. What's that? I would have told him to play Duke Johnson out of those guys. So I hope you believe me. But, yeah, for Rick and for Fredo, I'm Mike. Tune in next week, and we will try and do better. Bye. Bye. Bye.